1: Howdy, everyone, and welcome to another live edition of One on One with Jasper Cole. This is Mr. Jasper Cole, and I am sitting here hot as hell in 116 degrees weather in Palm Springs, California. However, I can honestly say it is finally a dry heat because we have had about three weeks of very unusual, humid, wet, moist God, I hate that word moist. Ugh. Anyway, ve- very uh, damp. Oh, I don't like that either. Anyway, humid weather, uh, unusually high here in Palm Springs. But listen, we're happy to be alive. We're happy to be here with you. We've got a great show tonight. Well, Ralph and I are going to just kiki and do what we usually do. But we're also here to celebrate the amazing life of his wonderful mother, Rose Cole, who left the planet. It's going to be three weeks coming up this Sunday. And as you know, she was a big part of our show um, when we started the show 10 years ago at Sunset Bronson Studios. Many times she would come with Ralph and be in the studio with us and keep us all on our P's and Q's and bring a little class and dignity to a, a very already raunchy and white trash white trash show but speaking of a white trash show you can if you if you would like to you can follow us on social media i'm at jasper cole says s-a-y-s or one-on-one j cole and you can go to jaspercole.com and there's a link to the show there and we have all of our archived shows on there as well but enough about me let's at this moment please bring on my trusted co-host Mr. (laughs) Ralph
2: Sometimes
3: I feel like a motherless child. Mm -hmm. And that because for three weeks, I have been a motherless child, and that is my destiny for my future. I am so excited because Rose has prepared me so well for my future. Hello, Jasper, Hello, planet Eartha.
1: Ralph, I thought you were going to start singing, "I feel like a natural woman, Come but on. I like that you <laughs> I like that you went the other direction. Which Thank is really you. good.
3: Um, I am excited to be here. I appreciate you dedicating our show to my lovely mother, Rose Marie Cole, who left the planet, as Jasper said, on Independence Day, July 4th.
1: Oh, so how perfect.
3: Happy, totally perfect. I was happy for the timing because it's America's independence. It was Rose's independence, and it was my independence. So it's a very spiritual and very wonderful day. Rose was also born on Thanksgiving Day, the so real holiday gal. And I was born on Easter Sunday. So, you know, our family is all about the holidays, you know. but um, I mean, you the-
1: have all been pulling focus. So you decided, all of you decided, look, bitches, we are going to be, uh, when there's a party being thrown, don't think it's not for us.
3: Exactly. And my grandmother was born four days after Christmas. So, you know, anything to boomerang, okay? But um,
1: I, Well, this is one show. The whole show is a boomerang. So the whole show will be one big boomerang for you.
3: Oh, well, God, thank you so much. Well, I wanted to start off letting everybody know, today my mother was, is scheduled to, or ha- it already has happened, scheduled to be cremated. At Inglewood Park Mortuary, where her mother is housed and her brother is also buried there. And it's also my mother-in-law's birthday, Thelma Kwan, Michael's mother. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah, so it's just fun to just make different observations. I mean, we can make a, a... a special day out of every day on the calendar and that's what we do as human beings. So, you know, this is a day for me that, or a time for me that will of course always be special. November is a big month for me too, you know, but um as I've been talking to different friends, Jasper, and you included, I'm in such a good space because, you know, what has happened is inevitable and billions of people ahead of me have, have surpassed and gone onward and upward without their mother. So I have just joined a very special club, a club that you and Dennis are already a part of. So for me, because Rose and I had such complete closure and profound love for each other, the thought of her soul leaving her body, as sad as it was, beautiful, beautiful, because Mm -hmm. she no longer has to deal with the ramifications of dementia. And she worked with dementia so well for so many years, and the disease inevitably just went to its end course, and and Rose graciously went along with it. She was able to pass away in our home, in her bed, surrounded by... Carmen and her husband, Jorge, two wonderful angels on earth who helped take care of Rose with me and myself. And we prayed for Rose around the bed. I changed Rose's clothes once again because I thought, well, why have that bra go with her and be cremated? I can (laughs) wear that bra when I do my drag. So I came,
1: always a frugal bitch, aren't you? Just oh, always, oh, right down to the to the very end, you're just like, mm, we can reuse those socks.
3: Uh, uh-uh, I am taking that bra, <laughs> and uh, yes, and then don't and burn, and,
1: don't burn my bra, don't burn, don't, don't cremate that bra. That's you for are sure. not
3: going to burn Rose's bra this time. And then, as I was changing my mother, and you know, and I'd been talking to her and singing through her. Throughout, Anyway, I mean, every day was that way. But as I was lifting her up and she was just so heavy, and then I realized, oh, now I know where the expression dead weight comes from.
1: (laughs) I knew it. Okay, first of all, everyone just get prepared. Ralph and I will be making probably irreverent jokes the entire hour. So if any of you are very sensitive to that kind of comedy, um, as much as we love you, just go ahead and just connect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> and that wasn't even irreverent. Dead. Weight. No, I know, that, but I, I really already ex- know. I'm I know already,
1: I've saying. already bitten my tongue a few times already, and I'm like thinking, why am I biting my tongue? Rose would love it if we just made off kilter, colored off. I do not even want you to know, say off color. She,
3: mm-hmm. she uh, please, please, because she, she's a Negro woman. No, uh, if you want to make Black off- Lives
1: Matter, whether you're Black dead or alive.
3: Of- Absolutely. The thing you guys, Planet Eartha, is we're not being rude about anything. It's so. This is the thing that's so funny. And Jasper and I have had this discussion. Death is inevitable, yet so many of us treat it as the most catastrophic, horrific thing going. And it is in one sense, and it isn't in the other. We. All, what do we? What Jasper? Did we all children expect? was going to happen to our parents as we were growing up. Mm -hmm. We were on the playground playing tetherball, dodgeball, hula hooping, perhaps, jump roping, hopscotching. We were doing all our various activities,
1: and you were probably lifting weights, and that's why you look... Ralph, hold that thought, because we have a caller, and I don't want to lose the caller. Hey, how are you? Who's this? This is Marcella.
3: Marcella! <gasps> hi, baby! Thank you so much for doing this. You guys, planet Earth, Marcella is a high school friend of mine, and we are totally best friends, and we've been very, very close throughout all of this. And before I bring you on, Marcella, um, <clears throat> Marcella is on vocal rest right now, so she's For her to call in means a lot. Her voice is a little raspy, so you stay as long as you want, Marcella. But I want to tell everybody something, and Jasper, you are going to love this. I don't know if you two got to meet at Michael and my wedding party, but Jasper Marcella is the girl who Rose (laughs) said to –
0: so how long do you plan to be a cheerleader?
1: There?
3: <laughs> and Marcella, let's
1: well, go. Mar- Marcella, this is Jasper. I have to tell you, with all of the Rose stories, that is the one that I've been quoting a lot lately because Ralph and I will be talking and I'll just say, um, did you ask her how long she's gonna be hand- how long is she gonna be doing the cheerleading career? Because can you share with us? Well, first of all, welcome to the show. I feel like I know you because Ralph you. has said such wonderful things about you. But um, we and I'm sorry, Ralph your, your voice is. Yes. Yeah. So I tell us about terrible. tell us about that illustrious moment with Miss Rose Cole.
4: <laughs> I met Rose when I was 13 years old, and Ralph, her lovely son. And I just glommed onto each other like, I swear, it was like we were looking for our spirits and we found each other. And so um, I think the reason why she asked me, because first of all, I was a fierce cheerleader. I was hotter than hot. And I, was <laughs> I was wonderful. I was still a virgin. Thank you very much. And she asked me, so well, how long do you think you're going to be a cheerleader? <laughs> oh my God, woman! Oh, I'm Oh my God. Oh, you're going, as long as I cheer Ralph along in his life, I guess I'll be a cheerleader forever.
1: Right. Oh my I guess That's you so could well have. Been. You could have gone on to the <laughs> Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. You know, they was oh, that is so
3: well said, Marcella. No.
1: Well, I well, want Planet. Huh?
4: I was, I did pass the Rams cheerleader thing, but my father came in and told him my daughter's not going to be going around being a tramp with these football players. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, "What is this with this cheerleading thing?" Good grief!
1: Oh but my God! I, didn't,
4: I couldn't do it, so it's okay. <laughs> well, practice, so Ralph, I want no. you to know.
3: Oh, go on, Marcello.
4: Sorry. Go on. No, no, go on. It's
3: on. I was going to say Planet Earth and Jasper too, in case you probably wouldn't know this. As Marcella said, we globbed onto each other. We were the best of friends. We talked alike. We walked alike. I mean, you could lose your mind, yes. but we were inseparable. And our parents loved each other. And God, when you think about it, Marcella was 13, so that means I was 15. and. <laughs> our parents used to let us sleep together in the same bed in marcella's house okay <laughs> that's how close and brother and sisterly we were in the same bed you guys okay like i would wake up in the morning we would do all our things because marcella has seven siblings and one oh wow two three four of them were living at home so i was like the fifth sibling in their house and yeah. marcella's parents treated me like one of their own. And yeah. it was so special that Marcella and I had that bond so early on, and we've kept it throughout our – up till now. You know, yeah. that's why I invited Absolutely. you, Marcella, to call in today, even though I knew your voice was under the weather. I, um, Marcella has had nothing but love and support for me throughout all these Absolutely. years. And um, when I moved to New York, everything that I've done, Marcella's been supportive. And when I met Michael, she was nothing but supportive there. Oh. And, um, and the culmination of, not that I shouldn't say the culmination because she will always be supportive, but the highlight of Marcella's support to my family and to my mother was the day that she called here, called me in April, the morning of April, and said, Ralph, get up there is a slot available for your mother to get a Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. Called, they called me. I've already had my shot. They didn't know that. That's why they called me. Get up and get over there. And I got my mother up. My mother was a trooper. My mother never knew there was a pandemic going on. It was just like, we need to get up. No. We to go on. We got to the place, Vine Pharmacy, uh, that you know of, Jasper, on Vine.
0: hmm Yes. And,
3: Fountain. Um, and they came out to the car to give my mother the shot. And I owe all of that to Marcella. As at the, I had already been vaccinated and I was nervous about getting Rose vaccinated. I didn't want her to be in a public venue to get the vaccination. And thanks to Marcella, none of that happened. So I wanted yeah. the, <clears throat> Planet Eartha to know that. And because Jasper has been generous enough to dedicate this show to Rose, you're such an appropriate person to call in, Marcella, and share that anecdote with all of us because now we can laugh about it all. And as yeah. we've talked about it throughout the years, and you put the perfect button on it. It's like, woman, I'm 13 years old. Give me a break, okay? <laughs>
1: but I like, I like how Rose was always thinking like, well, you know, how are you going to better yourself, right? She always was yeah. – I, that was the teacher in her, I guess, that was always looking sure. to make sure you had a plan, right? Or you had something Absolutely. that you were aspiring for. Yeah.
4: And there's was I, nothing we... wrong with it. You know, she asked the question. It was like, okay, that's weird, but I'm 13. <laughs> but at the same time, I was just like, I just want to. Ralph's like my twin, so can we just Cheers. Ready? Okay. Okay, that's all I wanted. I wanted to just live. We lived in each other's skin. And she knew that too because she was like, wow, you and Ralph are really something together. Exactly. See, <laughs> I wanted her to say things like that.
1: Well, did you guys live in the same neighborhood? Were you oh, guys yeah. at na- Yes, we're both in
4: yeah. Windsor Hills.
1: Well, yeah, so Martella, was, yeah. I finally, I got to come, I surprised Ralph a couple of weeks ago and came to his house because I had never been even in your neighborhood all these 12 years <laughs> that I knew Ralph. It is so beautiful over there. Isn't it weird <laughs> how you can live, you can live in like L.A. for 30 years, right? And there's still, <laughs> there's still areas of the city people have never, I've if never seen. Know,
4: that's
1: yeah. really true, it's really and,
4: true in our place <laughs> is one of those places.
1: Yeah, I'd love that you guys lived in the same neighborhood and Oh yeah, we're grew pretty up
4: away
3: from each other. Yeah. Um and Marcella's sisters worked with along with my father helping my father do secretarial work. I worked with Marcella's father um in his office on Crenshaw Boulevard. So we were all very intertwined with each other. And um so for to have a long term friendship like this. here's an example, Jasper, as we've spoken of how a friendship like this, similar to yours and Dara's or yours and Becky or yours and Brooks Ann can survive without bullshit mm-hmm. and without retaliation or any kind of negativity. We're just if you're communicative and just each other's friend, it can work out it can work out, you know, and be a beautiful Absolutely. friendship. That's very Well I, true I really love the has. fact
1: Well, the fact that Marcella had such a large family, I guess Ralph being an only child in in some ways that was ah. like you, you like you getting to have brothers and sisters it in was, a way.
3: That, that's exactly totally. it. That's why, you know, that's mm-hmm. why you know, because it wasn't you know, Marcella wasn't sleeping over at my house. I was sleeping over at their house because was just my mother, my father, and me. Their house was a party full of people. There were at least six people <laughs> there all the time, so it was. And very- you had you
1: had a bigger audience there. Let's just keep it real. Exactly.
3: Right? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> exactly. So, oh my goodness. But you know, I want to say something, Jasper, that you brought up that is a very poignant thing about my mother. You know there's some wonderful generalizations here, and that is always trying to better yourself and that mm-hmm. is yeah. something that my mother was a firm believer in and i can and as we're having this show, I think of these various quips and expressions
5: or yeah. things that
3: my mother said to me that have stayed with me, and one of them is, "Oh God, Marcella God oh, it's so funny, I'm even thinking of this story i okay." Uh, so my mother always used to teach – as you heard, Rose was a school teacher and she always taught me to be better than average, always yeah. go above, above and beyond like yeah. the Japanese kids do who always apply themselves. And yeah. I always remember that. And the reason why I just laughed Marcella is years ago, I had an audition and Susie Souter was <laughs> behind the table and I was doing some monologue or something where I was playing Japanese. Somehow that expression came up and was with Susie Souter being there, but I just laughed thinking of the story. I didn't even bring up the story because of that, but in, <laughs> in, in retelling the story, it's like, Oh, fuck. You totally know Susie Suter. We
1: all went to high school together.
4: Yes, oh my but God, um, I can't believe you never told me that.
1: But <laughs> that is well. Like the, J- the Japanese are good until your husband leaves you to become one. But that's when a whole your other story. When that's a whole different show, <laughs> and a whole by. different story. And Marcella knows. Marcella <laughs> well, knows well, James too. Will, will they be calling in later, Ralph? No, will, I don't I, think so. Okay. Yeah, yes. right.
3: I. I didn't extend the invitation to everybody, I, you know, because first of all, like, well, I could have, but, you know, I let certain people know if you want to call in, available, absolutely no worries either way. But I thought, no, I don't need to include every single person. It's like, you know, we will have uh, so much fun just with ourselves right. now that Marcella yeah. has called in. But no, they won't be phoning in today. Okay, <laughs> let me tell you
4: this before you guys kick me off. Okay. Well, this was, like, really exciting for me. So Ralph was abroad doing his wonderful Cinderella role, and the NAACP had him, uh, nominated him for a Best Actor in a Musical. Mm-hmm. And so I went, and I just said, okay, fine, you know, we're going. And the guy comes up to me and goes, well, if Ralph wins, I'll be going up, so you don't need to go up. And I was like, okay, gosh, it was so so I was with James, and James and I were there together. We had a ball and everything, and all of a sudden they mentioned, and the winner is the best actor for Cinderella, Ralph Cole Jr., in the role." up, and I was like, are you kidding me? And so I'm sitting there looking around, and they're like, Ralph Cole, Ralph Cole, and nobody came up. Well, this was quite fabulous because I got up and made
1: What happened to the person who said they were going to go up there? Was that the director who just didn't go?
4: You know where he was. He was he was backstage doing an interview
1: with Oh my god!
4: And then he came out and he was like, "Wait a minute, what?" Yeah, he missed it.
1: You're like, no, bitch! It's my time to shine. Step back. Thank you. I I was
4: like, excuse me, and I said, "If you saw Sissarella, I very well could be Ralph Cole now, couldn't I?"
1: And everybody just
4: <laughs> fell out. It was so great, I'm telling you. And I mean, that award went through my family. Everybody took it to work. It was hysterical. And then I finally gave it to Ralph when I saw him like two months later. But we had so much fun. But he
1: had Rob, to he had to pry it out of your hands. He's like, Give me that exactly. award. Marcella's like, like I well, got it's up it's and mine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I accepted it, bitch. It is mine now. But well, God, Ralph Rose was always somebody that really did instill that in us. And I know why she asked me that question, you know, as we fooled around and, like, made fun. And it's a great punchline to a story. But at the same time, you know, there weren't any professional cheerleaders. And, you know, professional cheerleaders make all of $100 a week.
0: Right, and, right. And
4: I, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to be do it for exercise. And I actually really wanted to be a newscast. It was just ahead of my time, but at the same time, it all worked
3: to sit in the jacuzzi and everything and speaking of which Bernadette contacted me on Facebook Messenger by the way Marcella did uh, offer her condolences
4: oh that's good because mm-hmm. I did put something on there but of course you know I wouldn't know you know the contact but I'm glad she did
3: yeah and did I also I heard from back? Rashida Vanessa and Yolanda too right did she give you the code back Oh God! Did we ever get that coat back? Who knows that fur coat, girl? Ooh, honey, Jasper. Somebody Mar- took me. your
1: fur coat.
3: My mother's oh. fur coat. My mother had this puma fur coat, and <laughs> up in her closet. And Bernadette and her girlfriend Camille, they were going to church. And you know, back in the day, but it's probably nightmare. Huh? Midnight Mass. Midnight Back in the mass. day,
1: black women went to church to, as a, it was a fashion Fashion show. statement. Hats and you know, gloves and everything.
3: Oh, and everything. Every Sunday looked like Easter, girl. And Ugh. Bernadette had been over here in my house and had gone, because Rose was living at the marina, and Bernadette had gone to my mother's closet and said, Ralph, let me borrow this fur coat. And I was like, Bernadette, you can't be taking my mother's fur coat. She goes, oh, Ralph, no, going to do? He snatched that coat out of here. Yes. She and Camille wore fur coats, entered the church <laughs> all late. The doors just slammed open. And <laughs> okay. here comes Bernadette and Camille in fur coats. Coming and out. And 1,500
4: people were sitting in the church. It was like, whoosh. <laughs> <shit have happened?
3: laughs> <laughs> in Rose and Marie Cole's
1: fur coats.
3: Exactly. Okay. Oh my God! The things we've that got we
4: stories, darling. We've got stories.
3: Oh God! That I marina that, that was that was nice remembering about the marina, Marcella. Because yes, Jasper. Well, you. Well, of course, we didn't know each other then. When Rose was in the marina, there was a pool and a jacuzzi and a barbecue. <laughs> I was Just looking, I just found a picture that I had posted on Instagram of Rose barbecuing at the marina. So you know, it's so fun to look at what the years what year were yeah. taken just it, it totally just shows the progression you know of rose's Absolutely. life you know and that's why you said perfectly rose had a great life she really did jasper and marcella it's it like, you know somebody wrote really something is. to me that i thought was really profoundly nice and she said you sustained all of you sustained rose throughout all of her disappointment mm. and i thought, how nicely put that is Because my mother did have appointments Or expectations that weren't realized They were realized yeah. but Maybe not the way she wanted In the sense of having the white picket sense Well she got that with the Maymont house But you mm-hmm. know wanting, yeah. wanting daddy to really be you know Pulled up in this really fierce doctor Where daddy was just like The Mayberry RFD kind of doctor That made house calls and, Right but
4: he didn't With want very basic That guy But very, very very accomplished, honey. You didn't even know your father had two doctor degrees. Your father was amazing. I'm telling you, Ralph, you come from great stock.
3: Oh, totally. He started out in optometry and as an ophthalmologist. Um, Yes. yes. And my mother, too, um, going to – Cal State LA, Los Angeles City College and East Los Angeles College where she met my father. So, yeah, I came from two great people, and that's why – and they took such good care of me, as you know, Jasper, and that's why when the time came to take care of my I did exactly what I had to do. And, of course, no one knows how long the journey is going to go for, but mine went for 21 years. So I well, am... and,
1: and also Ralph, I don't think all the listeners may not know, but I mean we've talked about it. But you took care of your father in the same way you you know you took care of your mother. Same so way. Between between okay. your father and then Michael, while you were also taking. I mean, I Marcella, yes. I tell Ralph all the time. Look, I mean, I'm the first. I'll be the first to tell you, I don't have that nursing gene. My mother was a nurse, and so. I would. I'd be the first one that would hire the best people. You know, I would make sure they had the best of everything. But ra- Ralph was there, hands on, you know, yeah. doing it, doing it himself, which is, yeah. which is ra- which is a, a rarity, yeah, in this world. Yeah,
4: but yeah, that's honestly that's how we were raised. I did the same thing with my mom. My dad died suddenly. My mom didn't. And I did the same thing. We were raised like that. That's what our community is. Um, mm-hmm. Where we were raised, everybody is involved with their parents, you know, yeah. because a lot of parents are now 90s and they're aging. And, and, you know, I've got a girlfriend that's taking care of her parents right now, Allison Banks, and she's taking care of her mom and dad. And she has daughters that are going to college and in college and You know, but you do that, you know, because we were raised that way. Our parents came from the South, and they migrated to California to have a better life for their children. Right. Look what happened, and that's how we were raised on our good Southern uh, and even um, uh, Eastern roots that we had. We all had the same roots, so that Mm -hmm. was a good thing to be raised that way. So it's a blessing, and you never know what you'll do when the time
1: right comes. that's you true that is true know what do. yeah you'll never yeah.
4: know what you do because trust me nobody can take care of your parent like you can nobody can take care of that and and i don't care what you're doing because nothing's more important than that you know and uh, you never know you never know
1: well <laughs> you know it's like ralph you also got the best of both parents you know you're the side of you ralph that is so gregarious and and out there, friendly to everyone, I think is more your father. I, I, I I'm assuming because I I didn't know. And then the very, the very upscale, very you know uh, smart and yeah. air, erudite part of Ralph is is Rose. So you yes, kind of have you have the two you have the best of both. You know, absolutely. What I, Marcella, a lot of people don't know it's as, as friendly as Ralph can be. He can cut a bitch too. So
4: with a knife and they won't even know it until they walk away <laughs> from their body and their head is still rolling down the street, okay? <laughs> do that. But you know yep. what? We've had good practice on that because Ralph and I, honey, ooh, we were raised on that. My mother taught us good things. <laughs>
0: yeah, I love <laughs> that God. I love it, okay? <laughs> I'm not quite the great
3: Jasper and Marcella, you know, as I got older and was here with Rose when she was coherent and things, and I could share with her things that I grew up with, you know, and um, just inequities that I, I had to endure when they thought they were – you know, they, they, my mother always wanted the best for me, and when she thought she was sending me to the best schools, she didn't realize that when I was in – I guess I must have been like maybe third grade, like third or fourth. I guess it would have been like around the third grade area. There's this uh, school on Venice, Marcella, called. it was called California Children's College. And it was supposed to be a place where they had board, they had boarding there too, a place to try to prepare youngsters to mm-hmm. the real world as young as we were. And I remember I, spent the night there one night. I don't know why my parents had me do that, Maybe because I'm an only child, so maybe just to have the camaraderie of being in mm-hmm. a warm kind of situation. But I can remember being out on the playground, and it's so weird, you guys, how I remember this. It's so weird how the brain works. But mm-hmm. there were white kids and black kids out. It was inter- <clears throat> integrated, but the white kids used to ha- sing this chant, to us, And this is what they would sing. Mm. Extra, extra, read all mm. about it. White kids, black kids know all about it. If you're up, you're up. If you're down, mm. you're down. When you mess with the colored kids, you're down on the ground. Oh. And I never told my parents that. <laughs> but oh. I can remember being out in the play, and the guy, the the teacher was giving out dates as a snap. And I remember like, oh, these are so fucking nasty. And mm-hmm. then along with this chant that these white kids would say to us. And so that young, I realized, okay, this is racism and prejudice. They didn't hit me <coughs> or anything. It was verbal abuse. Would you say, March? It's like, gotta
4: get out of here.
3: Yeah. And that was back in third grade, that yeah. long mm. ago. You know, yeah, long so. Ago. And then, you know, and at Beverly Marchello where we went, <clears throat> you know, uh-huh. we're from Beverly High, those black kids used to get on me, Jasper, and say, you talk like a white girl. You talk uh-huh. like a white boy, you know, because I, and I would say, well, I'm sorry, the the word door has an R at the end of it, okay, Hello. you know, so, you. okay, and, um, you know, it's, there have always been things that I've gone through being effeminate, um, but everything that I've Gone through all the verbal abuse, thank God it was verbal. I'd rather have the verbal than the physical um uh, abuse. It's still very hurtful, but at least you know my face isn't scarred here. But, thank God um, okay. yeah. but um
1: I mean that's your um, money maker right
3: okay, thank you so um I just feel like. I, you know, I have not gone through life with a chip on my shoulder like the white man stole my crown or I'm always put down. No. Nothing like that at all because I grew mm-hmm. up being the only black, the only Negro in so many situations. So yes. I'm comfortable with all that, but I do now acknowledge the the prejudice that I endured at that young age. Yes. And this was a time, you know, all of this that I'm talking about, Jasper, <clears throat> Transgender never entered into it. Like, I never knew anybody who was transgender that I knew, at least that I knew of, throughout all of this time of my growing up. Did you?
4: I did. You know what? Um, you remember the movie uh, Christine Jorgensen? Mm-hmm. You yes. That movie? My parents took us to see Christine Jorgensen. And I don't even know how old I was when that that movie came out, but I was in grade school. And it was like, okay, you know, so if you see anybody like this, don't are anything because they're human beings and that's it, and I don't want to hear anything about it. And I was wondering, okay, cool, then that's just what it is. And then I had the opportunity to meet someone that was transgender, and we went to see them in a play. But, you know, I was like, okay, but I guess my parents wanted to make sure that we didn't act stupid, okay? But it was just <laughs> always just something that was very normal. And, I mean, Ralph, oh, if somebody said something against Ralph, oh, my God, I would have killed him, literally, mm-hmm. because that was unacceptable. And, you know, we didn't say anything about, well, you know, you're gay. We never said anything like that. Because right. that you love. All I knew was, you are me and I am you and I'm going to your prom and nobody else is going with you, okay? Come on, let's go home and sleep in my bed because it's time to go to sleep, you know? I mean, we were just best friends and it didn't matter to me. And then when he actually said, well, you know, I think I'm gay or something, I was like, oh, God, seriously, Ralph? Are you telling me this because this is new to you or you didn't really know? <laughs> Oh baby, what <laughs> was like? Okay, and next we right. still, we love you. So you know what? Make sure you find somebody that's good. Cause if he does anything wrong, I'ma cut him. Okay? Mm, right, right. Like that, never a moment. So you know, but I understand going through it all. And he was embarrassed because he didn't want his parents to knock him down and everything. But it was like, no, just to be yourself, baby. Cause they know who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, when, oh, mm-hmm. when you guys talk about, um, the, the person saying that to you about the way you spoke, was that a, a, a white person or a black person at Beverly Hills high? saying Both, that? A black both person. for
4: me, both for me. Uh, when mm. I got to Beverly, my first week, um, in the ninth grade, cause it was ninth, 10th, 11th and 12th. And, um, this girl uh, came up to me and said, oh, I didn't know that they let monkeys out of their cages.
1: I'm oh, my God.
4: Going. I'm looking around looking for a monkey, right? I'm like, what she you <laughs> talking about? Because I know she's not talking about me. Before I could say anything, two guys, one black and one white. What was his name, Ralph Gordon? Remember him? He was gay. He was I, gay and flamboyantly so.
3: And I don't remember
4: girl out and they, <laughs> that was really they wow. knocked her out and she, she even called me the n-word and i was oh like my oh God. now i got a fight the first week of school i got a fight
1: and you know and what they we, her out. okay now see growing up in the south because i've lived in georgia right so we had this impression we always had this impression california was the uber liberal you know what i mean like there was no, no racism no, 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 no. there was no racism here it was like kumbaya and everybody was surfing and <laughs> um no, they, but they you burned know
4: a on my parents' lawn. They burned
1: a oh, on my my
4: parents god lawn. in in the area in view park right where we live around the corner from ralph but i wasn't even what was i born yet they burned a cross. They burned a cross on, on, on Athenian Way. Yes, because we lived on Innadale first, and then they moved over to Athenian Way when I was born. They burned crosses on our lawn by their house. It's called a double mortgage. So you go and the the real uh, estate house, and then they sell it to you. Okay, and then they were saying. Father was a pimp, mother, my mother was a prostitute with seven kids. Are you serious? They tried oh to right where we were. Right there where you saw it. You know, it was very, racist. You couldn't go to the movie theater. Oh, it was horrible. They didn't even have a school. And my parents fought for them to put a school there, a Catholic school for us to go to, and it was built the year I was born. Okay? So trust me. They were very racist, and L.A. was, no, uh-uh. You
1: when know, you got, when about, you're, oh, I'm sorry, Marcella.
4: People that, that have a property at, that they took from them in 1912, they were taking property from black people because they were like, no, we hate you, you can't live here. And they stole well, property from us.
1: Yeah. Well, what about that whole that whole beach area that they're fighting That's to get exactly back now? That's
4: what I'm talking about. That's horrible. Yes. And yes. That was something that we knew about, but you know, you try to fight it and fight it and fight it and fight it, and you can't ever get tired.
1: And that's what they well, did. They never got well tired. the neighbor the neighborhood that you guys are in called Windsor Hills, or the they used to say the Black Beverly Hills. When you guys, yes. when your families moved in, was it was per, it was a predominantly upscale African American neighborhood, right? Oh, when my
4: parents moved in there because they literally were like. One of the first black families that lived in the area, it was Lily, as they say, Lily.
1: Oh, okay.
3: No, yeah, because when we – what year well, did you guys move to Athenian?
4: Well, oh, they moved to Athenian in uh, like uh, 1959, late 1959, but they lived on Innadale years before that.
3: Oh, I see, because Innadale is the street next to my street, Jasper. Um
1: so Oh wait, we, Ralph, we have a we I we have another caller. I just wanna I don't wanna lose. So ho- hold on, okay. Let me bring okay. you in this next.
3: Stay here, Ms. stay here, Marcella.
4: I love you. Bye you guys. Stay no, here. don't
1: leave. Okay. Hi everybody.
4: Hey. hey Ralph.
2: Hi Jasper. Hey Marcella.
4: Hi Hey Hi.
3: Dennis.
4: Oh, this Dennis. is my
2: husband
1: Dennis. Dennis.
3: Marcella, don't leave. I want to here
2: I'm here. Is that hey. a dear hey, friend hey. of yours,
3: Ralph? Yes, Marcella and I went to high school together. Oh my gosh. Hello yes. there. <laughs> Hi Dennis.
1: I'm sorry. Oh uh, yeah, Dennis, they are they are telling such great stories. We were just on talking about Windsor Hills and the neighborhood they grew in, up in and I mean sadly they're telling talking Marcella talking about how, you know, racist the things were and her family is one of the first uh, black families to move into that area. So we were just talking about, and Dennis has been fascinated with the, with the piece of property at the beach that we, we were just mentioning because, you yes, know, again, yes, it, it's yes. kind of like, it's kind of like Tulsa, you know, we didn't know about this. I, I've lived in LA no. 35 years. I had never heard about that area. Of
2: I'm learning beach. in my older age and it's fascinating. And I, I'm, I'm angry. I didn't know this or I was taught this or the information was available years ago. It, it's because it's fascinating and it's, it's important to share.
4: Yes, absolutely.
3: absolutely. Well, when we moved here in 1965, Marcella, um, we never experienced that blatant racism, but I do remember. No, because it
4: had already been black people had taken over the spot. Cause after what my parents went through, Oh no! We were like they were like recruiting people to come up there. So no, it was by the time sixty-five came, it was all almost all black, almost. Oh yeah, wow!
3: Because because in our street, I remember they they had an expression called white flight, meaning that all the yes. white mm. people were moving away. Yes. And you know what? Yes. And you know
4: what? Guess who lived on on um uh Kenneth Way? Go see Cal Cal Worthington.
2: Mm. Oh, oh the, the car guy li-
4: Yes, he lived there Yes, and the automobile the inventor, guy The inventor of the bobby pin Also lived in View Park and Oh my god pin Because it was named after his son Robert, who they called Bobby mm.
2: okay. And I still use bobby pins God, that is just
3: yeah, And then across the Across the street from us, that house next door to the um, Ricky's house, Marcella, Uh, uh on the corner, the the inventors of Victoria, meat sauce, that was their house.
4: Oh yeah! Wow. Uh,
2: See, that's interesting. There's a theme here, a theme with influential. Um, black folks, like uh, and briefly and hopefully, Jasper and you, Ralph, have a show on this in the future because I witnessed this as a yeah. kid in the early '60s. I lived in the white area. My uncle lived on the next block. He was the first one to sell out to a black family, but a, a black musician, jazz player, called Calla Peterson, a very well successful and well known in the in the world. And I remember being at an age of nine or ten and having. Witnessing my neighbors having meetings and being so freaked out, and I didn't know what was happening. So I got to see the other side from a, a racist white view, mm-hmm. and then choosing in life shortly after that on how to behave, how to believe, and how to live. So that's another sto- time for another story, but fascinating. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm.
4: That's a beautiful mm-hmm. that's a great
2: um, story. But I, I, great. but I called in to um, say hello. Hello. And uh, and my my I talk about Rose briefly. First time I met her was at one of the studios during the show. I brought her a rose, and she looked at me, and her eyes just invited me in. She was so mm-hmm. so warm and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it was fabulous.
1: Did, but, did uh, she a- wonderful. did she ask you anything about cheerleading? <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, no.
3: Okay, because that is that's when nice you
1: know point. she really loves you if she asks you right. about cheerleading. That. That's right. such a nice
3: no. memory, Dennis. Thank you so much. Oh, no, but I beautiful. want to share that and
2: I I loved her when I met her and she'll always be my memory. I'm so glad I've I've known her. Uh what part you know, what part of her life later in her life I've got to know her and then but that was enough to love this woman and just know that's her history so and that she's Thank your mom.
3: You. Thank you, Dennis.
2: All right. Listen, to get back to your conversations. I just wanted to say hello to everybody. Thank and, you, uh, Dennis. Very nice meeting you and and That's and um what time is dinner? And,
1: and we'll talk dinner on
2: uh, cooking dinner as we speak.
1: Oh, okay, great. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. All right.
2: You all have a good night. Bye,
1: you Dennis. Too. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks, Dennis. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Um, wow. And that yeah, was such so- a nice surprise. I think Marchella. I think I think Dennis and I brief, I think we met probably just a very quick hello at Michael and um and Ralph's the party wedding. because a wedding, but you know again I didn't quite know who everybody was, you know, in right, terms right, of right. Re- relationships or whatever. But um right. but yeah, that's that's we were there at that at the party too. So um well, you know, it's fascinating because um My last memory, actually, other than seeing Ralph two weeks ago, the last time I had seen Ralph was uh, November of 2019, and it's my last time seeing Rose. Ralph brought her out for lunch on La Brea and just looking very much the supermodel, as she always did. And I think what people may not know is that Ralph would make sure that Rose was impeccably dressed. Um, every day, you know, Marcella, Ralph and I talk because I've had relatives with um, Alzheimer's and dementia, and we both always had this theory of like, w- what if they actually are totally aware of everything, they just can't tell us, right? So I I just always love the fact that Ralph, you, you you spoke to her as if she was there with you and listening and understanding, because I don't know, we don't know. Like you exactly. said, no. she, she could she could be hearing everything you were saying, you know, but just not yeah. able to. And talk based back. on her
3: reactions of things, I know that she was, you know, just like something funny on the television, or if she heard Ronnie and me talking, and she would laugh yeah. appropriately. That's how I knew. Like, yeah, she understands still the
1: English language and things. It's just That's like correct. trying to. Oh, and guys, we are, we have another caller. Let me just bring okay. that in. <laughs> Let's see here. Hello, how are you? Hello, hi.
5: how are you? My name is Carmen, and I just want to oh. stop by to say a few words for Ralph. Hola,
3: Carmen. Camila, Gracias. Bienvenida.
5: This is Carmen. Hi, Ralph. From hi, Jasper.
1: Hi, my I dear. I haven't met you, Jasper,
5: but uh, I just want to oh. say a few words, and I just want to express myself that I was Honestly, very impact. I witnessed with my own eyes how mm. Ralph loved his mommy so much.
0: Mm. Mm. Yes. One of
5: the words the Rose will always say to Ralph is, I love you. Uh, and actually, it impacts me so much because I have never seen how much love a son has for her mother. I witnessed Aww. until the last how he was well, with Rose. Well, yeah. listen, we, so
1: we, we, we have to thank you yeah. as well for all you did for his father and for Rose. and yeah. And you were just such a, you are such a bright light in Ralph's life. And listen, I've known him 12 years and he's always just told me how wonderful you and your family are. So thank you on behalf of Ralph's friends for being such a wonderful person to him.
5: Absolutely. It was a it, it was an honor, and it was so beautiful to be part of his family, to be there. The moments that he needed us, we knew it that we were gonna be part of his life. And mm-hmm.
0: then
5: one of the words that I told Rose was, "I'm gonna be with him as much as I can," <laughs> and she was so peaceful, she was smiling until her last moment, Ralph right. was there, and the way he cares so much for, Ralph, for Rose, wow, yes. it really impacts my life a lot. As a mother, because oh. I am a yeah. mother, I have two children, yeah. and I always share with my family, with my coworkers, with everybody, how he cares for Rose. Mm.
0: So, oh. thank
5: you, Ralph. You did um, so wonderful you, with Rose. I I, I I saw with my own eyes. I witnessed everything that you did for Rose. Well, it's
3: just uh. so, it's such a grateful circle. I just wanted to clarify, Jasper. It it was because of Michael that <laughs> he encouraged me to find somebody to help me with Rose. Because, oh, okay. Uh, I
1: was thinking. <laughs> I was thinking uh, she was also with your dad.
3: No, no. Carmen didn't okay. get to meet because I didn't meet Carmen until 2017. Okay, and
1: got it. Sorry about that.
3: So that's okay. So she's been with Well, then she's
1: made a, quite an impact in this, you know, five-year period for sure. Oh, my
3: God. She's made a total impact. <laughs> she and my mother got along so great. And, Kolocha, thank you so much for calling in. I wanted you to be a part of this. You know, <clears throat> we knew we were doing this tribute, and so that's why I said to you, if mm-hmm. you had any kind of time – to call in, because Planet Eartha, it was actually, and I m- might have shared this with you, Jasper. It was actually Carmen that was able to say to me, "Ralph, yes. your mom is gone." Oh, okay. Because well, Ra-
1: Carmen, we have to laugh about this, because go ahead, Ralph. Ralph was telling well, me the story. Well, and- because you know,
3: I was flying. Yes. Oh, oh no, go on, Jasper.
1: No, well, I was, la- I was laughing because Ralph had told me that earlier that day. He would dance, he had danced into the room and was singing and and talking to Rose and doing his usual thing. And then, you know, he checked on her back and forth. And it wasn't until you got there that you basically said, oh, Ralph, I think, you know, I think she's gone. And I was like, well, that is classic because Rose Rose either could have been gone already and was floating around going, oh, my God, when's he going? (laughs) When's he going to realize I'm not here? But it took you to come in and, you know, cement cement the deal. Yes. 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 so beautiful,
3: along with her husband, Jorge. And then Jorge said, when we realized that Rose had stopped breathing, you know, and I like I'm laughing because I said to Carmen, <laughs> oh, I guess that's why I when I was her waving her. my hands in front of her eyes, they didn't blink her.
1: Okay, got it. You know, so I was like, you know, yeah, still Rob, was like, while, like, Rob was like, well, I wonder why her feet and hands were, you know, cold, but well, that's they okay. Were all, they, yes. were all,
3: they were always cold, you know, so I was like, so that, you know, and the expression she had was like, she had that expression on a little while ago while I was in here and she was alive then, you know, it's fine. But then when I, re- you know, when she said it, it was such a great moment because there yeah. wasn't any room for like, Oh my God, she's going to say, Hey, are you still there? Oh, she's left already. Oh, okay. Bye. Love you. Everything is great. Everything is good. We said a, pr- Jorge said a beautiful prayer in Spanish and Carmen translated it. Um, we laid her out. Um she was already dressed and everything and we you know they the nurses said make sure you lie her flat you know I hadn't even yeah. thought of that so when order sets in. they're not trying to like break her just get her flat you know? <laughs> so, right, right. lay her out flat and get the arms in place and everything and we did all of that it was so beautiful and nice and Carmen is so loving and we hugged and kissed I asked Carmen yeah. and Jorge to leave the room for a few minutes so I could be with Rose I played Sarah McLaughlin songs for her that my mother liked and mm-hmm. fried her eyes out, changed her bra laid her back yeah. down and then we all made fried chicken god damn it and that yeah. <laughs> is what Rose would have loved because Rose yeah. loved to eat. And one thing I found out through finding old papers, Marcella and Jasper and Colocha, that the the recipes that my mother has written in her journal
0: for all yeah. of this
3: good food and just eating organic foods and always having, you know, just all of this these foods That's and wonderful. going to Mexico and having women cook for her. And that is something that is so beautiful. She had such a great appetite up until the very end. Up until me and Carmen like trying to force feed her with fucking pureed food, right? That's Uh, what the living do, trying to keep the person alive. Meanwhile, the body is like, I am trying to die here. Would you stop feeding me this fucking food? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes.
1: Well, I I think, you know, guys, it's so important, too. The message for people is... It's beautiful when when a parent goes and we have no unsol- unresolved issues also, oh, right? Because, beautiful. you know, I always tell people, clean it up, you know, get, get yeah. your stuff in order. Because once they're gone, you cannot, um, you can't go back and repair it. And so... I, I I listened to you, Ralph, and that's how it should be. It's a, it's like a, you were like, mm-hmm. of course you're gonna you're gonna miss her, but it's the circle of life, and it was like you know she's yes. going on to the next chapter, and you you know that you and Rose had nothing but great things and no no uh, animosity oh. and nothing that wasn't resolved.
3: Exactly, and that and that's such a powerful feeling, and that's what'll keep me buoyant for the rest of my life. and yes, it will we as the living all believe that that person will be watching over us. And I b- believe in all of that. And I have done a really great thing as did my parents. And it's a, it's a wonderful closure. Uh, when, when Jasper first said you guys, Oh, I want to do a show for Rose. I said, Oh, let's do it on July 29th because that's the new schedule to be cremated. So I thought spiritually, you know, that would be a nice closure, um, thing. Uh, In closing, I just want to be able to say Colocha, Marcella, and Jasper, and we've Mm -hmm. already said it, but, you know, it's um, just to put a button on it. Rose Mm -hmm. had a wonderful life. So she did not want for anything. And, yes, there were disappointments there in terms of I want brick steps, and my father would say, no, we don't need no brick steps. Or like one of the pieces that I've written on, Uh, one of the monologues I've written years ago, all she wanted was a maid. And, you know, and I can remember when my father would be like, we don't need no maid, we may. (laughs) And and you
1: know what Rose said? She said, bye-bye, I'm going to the marina. Marina. I'll see you in 40 years. uh Bye-bye.
3: I'll see you in forty years. Leave a mail on the doorknob, girl, because there is no reason for me to come in. Okay, that's <laughs> right. If you're not
1: getting a maid, I'm going to the marina. See you okay, later. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so it is like, um, you know, she got what, so so when I got to take over, and now I'm the proverbial man of the house. And Rose wanted those brick steps. I you're said bad. yes. Yeah. Because it's like, God, daddy said no to you and us for so many things, not out of meanness, but just to be frugal and to save and to yeah. make sure we've always had enough for the future. But now yeah. that time has got to go. If that's what you want, that's what you'll get. And that's what she got. And that's why I'm so happy when she wanted chocolate cake. Yes, I baked her a chocolate cake. So there was never any regrets of like, oh God, I should have baked mommy a chocolate cake. I did it, you know, you and, did. Uh-huh. And, and that's it's so much fun to look back on all of this and just go. And I say this out loud, walking around the house, Rose, I took such great care of you, and you took such great care of me. It's such a beautiful thing. So when I'm making my coffee and rolling my joint and drinking my wine and enjoying my Ooh. house now. By myself, I am totally content. I am carrying the baton for the next thirty years, you know? And with the help of you guys, it'll help it'll I'll get there. Well,
1: Carmen, let me tell you, Carmen, Marcella and Ralph and I are not getting any younger and now that I've been to the house, there's a lot of rooms there. So we might it might be shady pines up in Windsor Hills.
0: Oh my god.
1: We're going to be oh, neat because wow. who, who the hell is going to take care of us? But, um, you know, oh, that's true. <laughs> well, Kalocha,
3: Jasper is the one that gets me my auditions and jobs. This is my manager, too, Kolocha. Yeah.
5: Oh, that's oh, wonderful. Yeah. I keep on telling Ross, you need to go back and do your audition. You can't stop. I will not yeah. worry about him. That's right. Yeah. No, yeah.
1: he's going to, he's always had a great career, but I, I believe the next chapter is going to be bigger than ever for Ralph. And, uh, Absolutely. Yeah, thank you, Jasmine. Yeah, yeah, I think the sky is the limit. Well, listen, everyone, the time goes so fast. I, I cannot thank you enough for, for calling in and, and giving us all these great stories. And Marcella, I hope I see you soon. Carmen, I look forward to yeah. meeting you one day. For you sure. guys,
3: I want to thank you, Jasper. Thank you again for the generosity thank of the show to Rose. Colocha, thank you for taking the time to call in. Saludame a la familia, por favor. Marcella, You're you are the best. Thank you, Colocha. You. you are the best for t- coming off a of vocal rest to yeah. participate and be a co-host on the show today. That was lovely. lovely. And um, this was a nice send-off, Jasper. Thank you.
1: Well, listen, you know, we all loved Rose and now we get to love her more through you, Ralph. So everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. We will be back. We'll be back next week, same time, same place. Take care, everyone. You're welcome. Bye-bye.
4: Thanks for checking out one-on-one
1: with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.